If you are sick of oppressive religious systems, but are not willing to let go of faith altogether, this podcast is for you. In this show, we hear from inspirational people tackling real issues of faith that actually matter in this world. Welcome to Jesus Never Ran. The church is wrong to argue that the Bible justifies any sort of discrimination, oppression, marginalization of those who are not straight. Well, the reason why you ain't got no black folks in your congregation is because we don't show up to places where we're not welcome, and we know we're not welcome based off the conversations you demand that we don't have because of the questions you insist on us not asking because of the answers you don't want to live. And the idea that the best being in the universe can't come up with a better solution to the problems of the universe than to torture people forever, eternally, you just start thinking, if that's as good as God is, this is a pretty depressing universe. Hey, before we get going, a couple of words from our sponsors, Rise Nutrition. You can find them at Rise Menominee on Facebook. That's Rise with a Z. And they're all about a healthier, happier life. So let their wellness coaches give you the personal support to help you achieve your wellness goals. After all, that is their mission. And here's the thing, just for Jesus Never Ran listeners, if you go to their Facebook page, you can message them and get a free wellness profile. That's a 20-minute phone conversation, absolutely free for Jesus Never Ran listeners. So check them out today. Also, Infinity Beverages at www.infinitybeverages.com. They will deliver anything you need right to your door. And don't forget that Thursday is buy one, get one for club members if you're in the Eau Claire, Wisconsin area. That's Infinity Beverages at www.infinitybeverages.com. Over the river and through the world to grandmother's house. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Jesus Never Ran. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So whatever you may be doing for the holidays this year, I hope it's spectacular and wonderful. And that's a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. This has been quite a year. Let me tell you, I have so many things to be thankful for. I know when I said that out loud, probably a lot of people went right to, yeah, it's been quite a horrible year. But when I think back over this last year, because that's really the season that we're going into, right? Over these next probably six weeks, we're going to do a lot of discussion in our circles about the past year, about what's coming on the table next year. And I just think about how thankful I am for you, all of you out there that listen to this podcast. I'm so thankful for the incredible guests that we've had on the show this past year, just to name a few. I mean, one of my absolute heroes in life, Brian McLaren, was on. We just had N.T. Wright, Shane Claiborne, incredible couple of weeks with Xavier Ramey, Soong Chan Ra. I'm still thinking about that interview, and that was several months ago. I mean, I can't believe Jennifer Knapp, somebody who I went to concerts of when I was younger, somebody who whose writing and lyrics and musicianship is just so inspiring. So excited that we were able to have her on the podcast. Met some great new friends like Colby Martin. I mean, I'm telling you, this has been quite a year and there's so many great conversations on the horizon. I'm going to let you know some of the people that are going to be on the show in the new year. 
next month. Okay, I'm not going to blow it out of the water just yet. I'm going to give you a little sneak peek into some of our guests next month. But I will tell you that because Thanksgiving is tomorrow, that means we move right into the season of Christmas and Advent right afterward. And we have some really wonderful guests coming on the show to talk about Christmas. One of my favorite people, she's been on a couple of times already, Kathy Escobar has a new book specific to the holidays, specific to difficulty during the holidays, and we're going to talk about that. And then I have somebody that I'm really fascinated to talk to. His name is Donald Schmidt, and he wrote a book called Christmas for Progressive Christians, because when our thinking begins to change and when we start to ask some of these unique and interesting questions about our faith, we really have to rethink the holidays. So I'm really excited to have Donald Schmidt on the show next month as well. And of course, we'll just have some good old holly jolly Christmas fun as well. But this episode is all about Thanksgiving. I don't need to tell you that this year is unique. You know that. You don't need another voice talking to you over the podcast waves telling you that it's going to be different. We all know that. But here's the thing. Different does not mean bad. I don't know if any of you out there listening are Enneagram people. (laughs) I'm sure several of you are because it's kind of a thing in our culture these days and has been for a long time. But on the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 7, which means that I'm always looking for the next great idea. (laughs) And if you talk to my family or my wonderful wife, Susie, she'll tell you that I'll have about 100 ideas and maybe one of them's actually a really good idea. So she has to just listen through all of my horrible ideas to get to that maybe one or two that end up being decent. But I say that because when I come into times that are a little bit unique or different, like Thanksgiving this year, I don't necessarily look at it as this overly negative thing. I've done Thanksgiving pretty much the same my entire life. Get a bunch of family together, have a turkey, sit around, talk about whatever. I mean, I'm 44 years old and every Thanksgiving that I can recall, that has been how it has been. So to look at this year and think, oh, woe is me. I don't get to have a huge family Thanksgiving again this year. You know, who cares? (laughs) Maybe this year is going to be really special because that's not the way it's going to be. So my challenge to all of us this Thanksgiving is really in the mindset of what I believe Jesus lays out for us. And we've talked about this a bit before, but Jesus's ministry, if you want to call that, I'm just going to say Jesus's life. When he was here and everything that we have written about him, what we see is this man that would be moving, right? He's constantly moving around to different communities through the streets. And what would happen is people would come to him who had needs, and then he would stop and address those needs, whether it was somebody that was looking to get healed, whether it was somebody that was looking to talk to him, whatever it was, he would just move around and then whoever was in front of him got his full attention. So maybe this year you're not going to have all 40 people in your family around the dinner table together. But that doesn't mean anything. Maybe it's just going to be you and your immediate family or you and your immediate family plus a couple more. Whoever's going to be around your dinner table this week, 
I just hope that instead of taking on like a woe is me attitude, like, oh, can't do Thanksgiving like we always do it. Instead of that, why don't we take the approach that whoever is at the dinner table, even if it's just a few, even if it's the people that we spend every single day of our lives with, let's give them our absolute attention. Let's give them everything that we have and let's give them the attention that they deserve because they're likely the people that are more important to you than anybody else in this world. And what a special blessing that we have to have them together. So maybe let's make it special by having some wonderful food on the table, but let's focus less on that and more on who's at the table because so often we lose perspective. For example, I am with my wife, Susie, my girls, Georgia and Macy, incredible family, but we all work from home. My kids are homeschooled. I work from home. Susie works from home. So we're home together all the time. So what happens when that is our reality is we can take each other for granted. And what a great opportunity that we have tomorrow to not take each other for granted. If there's one thing maybe that we could learn this year from this unique Thanksgiving, it's to not take each other for granted. It's to honor those who are at the table with us and also be mindful of those who are not at the table with us. And sometimes I think we get so used to all of the blessings that we have in our culture that we take that for granted as well. And my hope is that even though this Thanksgiving may be different, whenever that time comes when we are able to gather in the way that we used to, that it will matter more than it's ever mattered before. Speaking of perspective, there's another thing that I think could be really important this year for this holiday, and I think really any time, but my what I'll call spiritual journey, I guess, really started by just being in the woods. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in southern Wisconsin in the middle of nowhere. So I always say I grew up in the middle of nowhere, outside the middle of nowhere, <laughs> because nobody knows where my hometown is, and I lived outside of that hometown. So I grew up just surrounded by countryside, surrounded by bluffs, just a lot of beauty. And really, my first experience that I can remember with God is just experiencing nature. It's such an overwhelming thing to be a part of, just to go on walks or to be in the woods or to look up at the sky and see stars. One of the great benefits of growing up in the country and still living in the country today is that you're just surrounded all the time with such beautiful nature. And that is different every season of the year. So right now we're in this really fascinating dormant time when there's no leaves on the trees really mo anymore in Wisconsin and we're anticipating the snowfall in the winter, but it's not quite here yet. But when it does come, my whole house is going to be surrounded by these snow-weighted trees, which to wake up to that, let me tell you, there is nothing more spectacular. And then after that, we're going to suffer through the winter <laughs> up here in the great north. For those of you listening and you're 
from warmer regions you probably don't really have any sort of understanding of what i'm talking about if you haven't lived through it but it's hard you work your way through it and you suffer through it and then finally spring comes and new life comes and buds on the trees and of course it starts with those really light green leaves coming out and then before you know it summer is here and everything is lush again and then we're outside we're getting on the rivers we're going down the bike trails we're we're just loving life in that moment and then of course we get to the fall and as things start to die they become so beautiful as the leaves change on the trees and that is just the spectacular world that we live in and One of the things that really helps me when I need perspective is just to get out in the midst of that creation. I was on a walk with my wife Susie just a couple of days ago, and we were talking about the unfortunate reality in our world that so many people see themselves as in control of nature or taking control or ruling over our nature. And she made this incredible statement. She said, when I am out on a walk or when I am just out in nature, I feel so small. I feel like this huge thing is actually over me as opposed to me being over it. And there is a certain kind of perspective that that can give us. When you just go out there, wherever that is for you, that could be in the middle of an urban setting, that could be in the middle of the country, you can find nature anywhere you are. But wherever you are, this Thanksgiving, for some perspective, just get out in it. Get out in nature and allow it to overwhelm you. And as you do that, I have found that when I take walks or when I find myself just overwhelmed by nature, that clarity comes in ways that it can't in my everyday life. So when I'm working, podcasting, producing, whatever I'm doing, speaking, when I'm doing those things, I'm focused on that. And that's wonderful and I really love everything that I do but it pales in comparison to the perspective and clarity that you can gain when you're just out there surrounded by trees and the sky and whatever's on the ground whether that's snow or grass or leaves because it really can help us i would say be more at peace with whatever's going on in the world and so in the midst of what we've been going through this year with the coronavirus with the election with some of the systemic racism that's been rearing its horrific ugly head in the midst of all of these things that have brought about so much stress on so many of us all it takes for me is a simple walk and it all feels like it's going to be okay because the god of the universe has helped people through so many things and this isn't the worst time that history has ever offered up so if we think we can't get through that we're sorely mistaken because we serve a god who is a god of death and resurrection so if you're experiencing death in any way shape or form which i would argue all of us are this year some of us have lost our jobs some of us have lost friends we've lost so much this year and I've heard a lot of people say that this year this season we're in a place of lament and I don't doubt that that is true but the exciting thing is that after lament comes goodness after lament comes creation after death comes resurrection
Now it goes without saying that one of the things that we should all be most thankful for are the relationships in our lives. I think everybody realizes that. But it's wonderful how sometimes those relationships come about and you'll meet somebody and for whatever reason, it's almost like the stars align and you're meant to meet this specific person and they just mean so much to you. And that happened to me this year and a pretty wonderful way. I did an interview with a gentleman. He's the creative director and founder of an organization out in Colorado called The Celtic Way, all about Celtic spirituality. It's it's so wonderful. Anyway, I knew the moment I was talking to Scott and I was interviewing him, I knew that we were just kindred spirits. And I'm so excited for the friendship that is formed there. And even so much so that now I'm doing some work with Celtic Way. We've actually launched the Celtic Way podcast. If you haven't checked it out yet, make sure that you do. It's such incredible perspective. But Scott is just one of these human beings that everybody should be around. And he just has so much wisdom, so much light, so much perspective that comes with him every time I talk with him. And we were doing a podcast for the the Celtic Way on gratitude because at the end of the day, Thanksgiving is about gratitude. And I think some of the struggle that we're going through this year is really discovering what it is that we're thankful for. Scott has had a rough, rough year, and that couldn't be more of an understatement. His family has gone through so much difficulty and so much sickness and so much trauma just in one year alone. And that's on top of everything that we're all going through together as a society. And the thing that I'm amazed at is his perspective on gratitude, even in the midst of all of it. One of the many things that Scott and his family are going through is that his daughter currently has stage four cancer. And as a father of two daughters, I just can't even imagine the heart-wrenching experience that it must be to watch your child suffer like this. And during the interview, he talked about gratitude. And I'm not going to try to tell you what he said. I'm just going to allow you to hear it for yourself. The thing that's true about gratitude, it defeats humanity's deepest fear that we are alone in this universe. It's just us. And gratitude comes into our lives and says, oh, no, you're not. You can't make this happen. You can't fully understand it. And sure in the hell, you cannot control it. And we all need to take a good step and really see what lies before us. Grieve our loss and embrace our sadness. And I think that's going to be a nice path. That's going to be a deep path down into what are we really grateful for this year? Who are we as people of gratitude? Because we have been graced with the always presence of God unconditional love has been poured out to us and I I think we have a lot to be grateful for this year. We're in a struggle and gratitude will energize and help us build our faith and increase our hope and hopefully transform us into more loving and caring people for those in need. 
I think this Thanksgiving has great potential, really, to bring some transformation to all of us. That's my prayer. That's what I'm going to be grateful for in advance. not sure if you caught that right at the end, but he said, that's my prayer. That's what I'm going to be grateful for in advance. Every day that we're alive, we get to choose gratitude. Something that we don't just have to accept. We get to choose it every single day. So this year, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, choose to be grateful. And just like Scott was saying, whatever your loss has been this year, whatever your struggle has been this year, allow it to give you a new perspective on gratitude. Allow it to help you to grow to be more of the person that you desire to be. Because God can work through the difficult times equally as much, if not more so, than the wonderful times. So let this Thanksgiving be truly special. Let it be as unique as it's going to be. And don't look at that as a negative or a bad thing. But take it all in. Learn from it. Allow it to change your perspective. And allow it to make you more loving, more caring, and more present to everyone that's around you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Until next time, keep walking.